Hey, what's up, Geekscape? Is welcome to a brand new Geekscape. We are here in the Zenit TV studios, and um, if this is your first Geekscape, we're going to talk movies, video games, comic books. We're going to talk a lot of comic books actually today, so get ready for that. Especially because Luke Cage is on Netflix, and it's really good. Um, so if you guys want to hear the geek stuff, you came to the right place. This is our new time here on Zenit TV. We are on Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I am a college professor, and I got my classes switched around. Uh, and I teach Tuesdays now, so that old time slot was not going to cut it. And uh, luckily, the folks here at Zena TV were nice enough to find me a new time slot. So, uh, you know, they could have kicked me to the curb. So, if you guys aren't watching any of other stuff here on this network, um, you really are not saying thank you properly because they could have just been like, oh, your old time slot doesn't work. Here's a new time slot outside on the street um, because, you know, it's their studio, they can do that. Uh, but I'm glad that they did, and I'm glad I'm here at 5 p.m. Kenny hasn't made the shift yet. Uh, Kenny takes about two weeks to make adjustments to his schedule, so he will be with us next week. I'll have my uh, co my co-host back. But uh, Geekscape's here on a weekly basis, and right. this is your show. Uh, as usual, though, I've got a guest, and my guest is no stranger to Geekscape. He first started uh, coming on the show Years ago, yeah. to talk about his comic Moriarty and uh, Daniel Corey of Danger Cat Studios is back uh, to talk about here. his brand new project or projects really, like because yeah. he's a little bit of like a. Is it okay to call you a mad scientist of uh, that's better than dilettante the graphic narrative? <laughs> the what? I said that's better than dilettante. <laughs> yeah, but like a mad scientist sometimes means that like you're not. Totally in control of the inspirations and where they'll lead you, and mm. sometimes uh, danger might. Oh, you know it's appropriate. Danger, it. you'll take it. Yeah, you're a man of danger. So yeah, no worries there. Um, you know, I I hope that I've cleaned things up a little bit. I uh, I have an energy drink that was here at the studio, and mm. I decided to pop it open and drink it. Um, I'm gonna. Uh, is this a sponsored thing? Like, is uh, are they like giving these energy drinks to the people here at Zena TV? Because I don't want to. I'm going to taste it, and if it's not good, I just, I just want to be honest. I think that's what the audience expects. And if it tastes like talcum powder or something, like I don't you know, I don't want them to be like, we're pulling our sponsorship, but this is Spider Energy Drink. I'm getting no – this is not money. This is this – is, it was sitting here, so I'm drinking it. It was in a fridge. All right? All right. Looking at me. Speaking of mad science, <laughs> you are a mad scientist. You got cranberry nervous. juice. It's excellent. It's excellent cranberry juice. How is All right. it? I I um um it tastes like medicine like a little bit like a medicine. Have Most you tried it? Drinks taste that way to me though. It tastes like um I don't know man. It's fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's fine. I I'll let you guys know in like 20 minutes when I'm like hey guys like <laughs> acting crazy like my eyeballs are popping out like Roger Rabbit. Um <laughs> that's how we'll know if the energy drink works in spider energy drink. I can't wait till we get there. There's uh probably yeah I don't know either that or I'm gonna be like mushrooms like Jonathan. You're already such a fucking spaz that the energy drink actually combined with your cells to slow you down. You've negated. <laughs> you've negated the. <laughs> and then it's the Daniel Corey show. <laughs> Daniel, <from there>. carry it. <laughs> I'll um, sing for you. No, it, it, the the main thing is that Daniel's here to talk about his next comic, which has already been released digitally, mm -hmm. uh, and it's a comic called Bloodworth. He uh, self-published it through Danger Cat, mm -hmm. and uh, talk about it a little bit because. There's you again. I'm gonna go back to this mad scientist thing, but I remember you launching this at New York Comic Con a few uh, mm -hmm. years ago, which yep. New York Comic Con is going on right now, and our very own Big Yanks is on the streets covering it for us. Uh, talk about a little bit about the, the the book. You got Derek okay. Robertson, who's a, a friend of Geekscape, yeah, to yeah. do the cover. 
Derek's great, yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I started putting this together, uh, it was early 2015, um, and uh, I, I, so I worked with Chris Finolio on my, my last Image Comics book uh, called Red City. Right. Chris was the colorist on that. And um, Red City is the one you had in New York Comic Con, too, and you had that little gun USB drive. Uh-huh. You yeah, can't get away yeah. with that shit now, man. What were you thinking? Bringing a little mini gun oh, thumb I mailed drive? it there. You uh, mailed it to the yeah, convention center. Yeah, they're like center. this big. They're like, like I know, but it's like a little pimp gun. On there. Could have been a little pimp gun. I mailed it, though. I didn't take it on the plane. little yeah. needle shooter. <laughs> okay. But, but you still uh, brought it to a convention center. Uh, it didn't cause any problems. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> it looked fake enough. One of these USB drives is a real gun. <laughs> okay. But, um... Yeah, anyway, so yeah, we started in early 2015 uh, working with Chris Finolio. He had been the colorist on Red City. I uh, loved working with him. So I decided I wanted to you know, do the next book with him. I've been working on Bloodworth, uh, trying to get the script together for a couple of years, uh, trying to make it work, and uh, I finally got to a good place. And uh, so I, I, I talked to Chris and asked him if he wanted to illustrate the book. We went together first a uh, short story. It was like 11 pages. You know, like, this is what I can afford to do right now, Chris. This is a short story. It's 11 uh-huh. pages long. We did that. Uh, we put it up on uh, Comixology and time for New York Comic Con. And then I, I had some, you know, print copies at New York Comic Con last year. And some of those pages are here in the book. It's the beginning of this book. Yeah, it's like the opening. Yeah, yeah. I've read that. I haven't read the continuation. Yeah. So then we then we uh, kick-started the rest of that issue uh, in uh, March of what, this year. What's the series about? So it's Special Agent Brenda Bloodworth uh, of the FBI. It's in the not-so-distant future. And uh, she uh, leads this squad that can enter people's memories to solve crimes. No, every time you say not-so-distant future, do you just start want to start singing the MST3K theme song? Oh, yeah. <laughs> really? Like, wait, wait, really? That yeah. doesn't just immediately come I had not. I hadn't thought of that, no. In the not-too-distant future. Like, that okay. is the MST3K okay. theme song. That's like the beginning of it. All right. But, uh, were you not a religious? We'll, we'll adapt it. Were you not a religious like MST3K fan? I watched it a lot. Yeah. I wouldn't say I was religious, but I watched it a lot. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. maybe we'll adopt that. I'll, I'll reach out to their people. Did and you see, see the movie do. in theaters? Uh, no, I didn't. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think I think that's where you tell the difference. Like yes. MST3K before they were doing any of these fathom events things. Yeah. You know how like the guys from MST3K do mm-hmm. these fathom fathom, blah, 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 yes. fathom events. We did. Uh, they they actually put out a movie in theaters where they did This Island Earth and mm-hmm. I was the guy who went to see it. I also saw like the Jerky Boys movie in theaters. Oh, and that was um, a great experience. I saw. It's not a bad topic. It's like what movies were put into theaters that you never that shouldn't probably have belonged in theaters. Like MST3K <laughs> probably shouldn't have been. It was a, back a in the nineties, right? Yeah, and I remember yeah. seeing the Jerky Boys movie and yeah. there's in the Kids in the Hall movie Brain Candy. I remember seeing all I remember those. That, yeah. I saw every single one of those in I didn't theaters. See any of those? Unfortunately. <laughs> Unfortunately. Unfortunately. You say you, you save some cash. The yeah. MST3K one is arguably... I don't know. Brain Candy has some funny stuff, but arguably mm-hmm. MST3K was the best one. But it's basically the show again. Okay. Um, so the not-too-distant future, you can now access people's memories yes. to find out whether or not they were... They're like witnesses. Right, yeah. So, I mean, the culture has changed to, uh, like, social uh, networking is people are actually uploading their memories, you know, and they're putting them up on billboards for everybody to see. So, like, privacy is gone. But then, obviously, with the criminals, they have things they don't want to share, and that's uh-huh. the, that's where uh, Agent Bloodworth comes in. She can tap in and see those memories they don't want to share. But then, then the criminals have adopted new ways of operating. You know, they'll, they'll commit the crimes, but they'll be doing it in a way, like, they're, like, walking backwards in the snow footprints, kind of, you know, they're... They're doing it in a way it looks like they're not doing anything. So 
She has oh. to really go in and examine the memories and try to find small clues and see what's changed over time. And uh, it's, it's puzzle solving. You know, it's not so easy as she can go in and just see everything. It's like a hard comic book to write. Like yeah. you really ha- like that you're like you it took be- a while. <laughs> yeah, because if you do it, if you don't do it enough, it's too easy, mm-hmm. right? Like if you don't do it right, it's way too easy. If mm-hmm. you do it too much, it's convoluted, mm-hmm. right? And you kind of have to hit that sweet spot where yeah. where the audience goes, "Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and I could follow it." Yeah, you know. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully we're there. Hopefully, <laughs> we don't know. I mean, how do we get our hands on it? Um, well, right now the the zero issue short story mm-hmm. is on Comixology. Uh, just done 99 cents. Right. Um, but we are kickstarting the second issue right now, and you could actually get issues one and two through our current Kickstarter, which oh. is running right now. And it's on Kickstarter. It is on Kickstarter okay. at this very moment. So, if you wanted to, you know, open a new tab on your computer <laughs> and go to Kickstarter.com, just um, just uh, you know, do a search for Bloodworth, one word, Bloodworth issue two, and you can pledge. You can get both issues. And I only ask is if it's on Kickstarter because there's so many of them now. Yes. Like there's like Kickstarter, Indiegogo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a fan of Seed and Spark for filmmaking okay. and stuff like that. Um, there's a music one that every every time like I help out with, um, I see something on there that's cool. Mm-hmm. But that's the only reason I asked, Danny. Mm-hmm. So Kickstarter. Yes. Look for Bloodworth. <laughs> what are some of the incentives? Like what's some of the things that people might want to get? Besides issue one and two. Yeah, yeah. I mean, digital or print uh, for those. But uh, one of the coolest things is uh, I'm friends with a rock musician named Alex Calise, um, and uh, and she's she's amazing. She's really she has like uh, millions of hits on YouTube for her uh, for her songs and stuff. She's been featured on a lot of shows. Um, her song called is called Cry. It was uh, featured on Dance Moms, and she did the video with the the the, the girl from C- the Sia video. I, well, I don't know but... if any of my audience has watched Dance Moms. Yeah, Maybe. well, but probably the song be... is still cool. Shane though. O'Hare yeah. has probably seen Dance Moms. Yeah, yeah, but the song say. is really cool. Though she's been yeah. on Grimm. She's been on Grimm. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, they've yeah. watched Grimm. So she's uh, she's she's been on a lot of different things, but. Um, you know, on our first Kickstarter, uh, she uh, you know provided our official Bloodworth theme song. Oh, that's cool. Pull it, bullet. It was awesome. And now uh, we're expanding the soundtrack uh, with her a new single called "Break Me," and she had an awesome video for that, which is posted on the page. You can check it out. You can pledge and get her song as well as a comic. Okay. And then so there's comics, there's music. Is there like mm-hmm. a shirt? Uh, poster? We, uh, we don't have shirts, but we have uh, we have USB hard drives. These are not shaped like guns, though. These are uh, <laughs> these are like army dog tags. We okay, that. that's cool. And um, you can get copies of all, all of my books uh, in print. You can get uh, you know downloads of uh, Profit, my first book. Um, Moriarty. You can, yeah, you can get Moriarty. You can get print copies of that. I'll sign everything. Um, we got uh, custom drawings. You can get a um, you know a sketch by Chris, our artist. That's cool. You know, yeah. And uh, I also have a collection of prints. You can get. Um, um, you can get Derek's cover. You get a print of that as long as, uh, as well as prints by it was Tony Donnelly, Anthony Dieciadue, who who drew um, Moriarty. Anthony's amazing. Um, he did a special, uh, he did a special uh, painting just for us, and um, yeah, it, it looks it looks amazing. Um, uh, yeah, so uh, a lot of cool stuff. Uh, you can get, you can even get like a, a tutoring session with me uh, if you want to. Uh, you know, get notes on your screenplay or on your comic script. Uh, we can get on Skype, and I'll, I'll talk to you about that. Daniel, could there be an incentive where someone 
if they pledge enough, mm. is actually drawn into the comic as a criminal or something like that. What do you yeah, think? Good question. That that is actually a possibility. Wait, yes. Is it really? Yes. Yes. I was you just can, kind of throwing that at you. You can no. That is in there. It's I, I should have thought of it. You I'm glad you, in there. Yeah. I'm I'm glad you said that because I, uh, I, I really my mind am, is spinning dude, trying to remember everything. Brother, that but. is not a setup. I legitimately was <laughs> like, hey, maybe I can die in a comic. Yeah. And, like, yeah. Threw you, it at you. The, there, you can have a cameo in the in the in the book. You can uh, you can be uh, a police officer. You could be uh, one of the criminals. You could. Uh, you know, you could be on uh, one of the billboards and one of the memories doing. But if you gender hilarious. switch it, uh, I, like, I, you I want you. you I want request that. Chris, yeah. is it? Is it Chris? Yeah, Chris. I Chris want Chris to draw me as a woman. Okay. In the comic, and I want her name to be Candy. Okay. Well, you know, we'll, Wait, we'll I have see. to pledge though. Like, we'll I, it's not really gonna happen. <laughs> we'll, we'll sell right. by setting that up. <laughs> Just seeing. You know, yeah. we're just playing around. It's mm-hmm. about memory. It's about you know perception. Yes. I figure it's a themed thing. Yeah, yeah, it's good for uh, fans of like, say, Manhunter and Total Recall. There's, yeah, there's some, like, there's yeah. some Total Recall. There's some uh, Blade Runner stuff yeah. going on there. Mm-hmm. I did like the, I did read those first eleven pages. And I did mm-hmm. like it. Uh, that is cool. All right, cool. so that's up there on the Kickstarter, folks. You definitely want to uh, to check that out and Search donate. It now. I mean, <laughs> Danny, you've been on this show for so many, you know, you've been on the show so many times, and like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never been disappointed in your story. I think that the second Moriarty story mm-hmm. that was has, I think it's amazing. Oh, thank you. That was my favorite thing I've ever written, I think. Really? <laughs> yeah, thank you. So we shouldn't donate to this one. Uh, uh, well, you'll, you'll <laughs> get a copy kidding. of that. I'm <laughs> kidding. You can get a copy of I'm that. I'm kidding. <laughs> yes. Uh, the, 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 but Moriarty got optioned, right? Uh, no, no. That we're, doing, get... we're doing it for VR, though. You're doing it for VR? Yes. Okay. Working on the movie. Th- yeah. That's what we're talking Okay, so, <laughs> yeah. we're gonna, so let's take a quick break here because okay. I do want to dive into that VR stuff because yes, I don't absolutely. understand it very well. Okay. And oh, I, I understand VR, but as far as it goes for comics, I don't totally understand I'll tell you all it. about it. And so that's what I want to know because you're the man. You're the first person who told me VR comics, and mm-hmm. I was like, I can understand VR walking through something yeah. that is three dimensional in nature, like a film. Yeah, or a TV show. Mm-hmm. I don't understand something that is naturally two dimensional, yeah. like a comic book. I'll so, take a quick break. We're okay. gonna listen to some other uh, things here at Zena TV, and when we come back, we're gonna talk about VR comic books, which is a brand new concept. All right. I think this guy may have even invented it. I don't know. I don't know if you. Can I don't know. I, I don't know if I can claim that, but yeah, <laughs> we're one of the first. <laughs> Hang with us, Geekscapists. We'll be right back. Hey guys, we're back here with Daniel Corey. On Geekscape, we are talking about his uh, new comic, Bloodworth, which has a Kickstarter running right now. And I know Geekscape is, I know, I know, I know, we've been running a lot of Kickstarters at you guys. We've been throwing so many Kickstarters at you guys, and you're like, hey, I don't know who to help out. Uh, okay, forget the people from, no, okay. <laughs> so, so, so really, like. We can save everybody. No, no, I mean, I mean how much are you trying to raise, first off? Uh, it's 3500 total. Well, that's crazy, don't do that. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> He's trying. How's it looking? When did you start? It's good. We're seventy percent right now. Wait, whoa, whoa. Uh, into the mic, please, please. please. Oh, we are at seventy yeah. percent right now. Okay. <laughs> okay, so you're seventy percent right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. That's good. We had two weeks ago. Okay. I don't know if the audience can hear this, but there's a little bit of air in my microphones. I'm hearing a little bit of room tone going on. But uh, okay. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I don't know if you did anything. <laughs> did you do something? Cause, or is it just mental? You could literally just nod and be like, yeah, we did something, and not do anything. And I'd be like, yeah, yeah, it sounds better, yeah. That's what kind of nincompoop you're working with here. <laughs> so um, 70%, how much like longer do you have? Uh, two weeks. You have two, 
man, why we got to hell? You got to make it. Yeah, I still We don't know that yet. Yeah. We don't know that. Well, have you ever seen split, a Kickstarter like yeah. Streets to a Halt? I have never. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know I anything don't, about Kickstarter. I don't. I don't know. I, I mean, we uh, the average pledge is about twenty to twenty eight dollars. What does that get you? And, what does uh, that get you? Um, uh, well, you can get copies of both comics. Yeah. And um, we have all stuff like we have art postcards and uh, bookmarks and stuff like that. Okay. You can get um, yeah in that range, but you can get two comics, digital and print. You know, so it's it's a good deal. You're um, helping a guy out. Yeah. So. And, um, you know, we need about 52, 53 more people. If everybody's going to pledge at that level, okay. we need like an, we need at least 50 people, just more to show up. Tell so. me about this VR thing. Okay. Because that's a Moriarty thing, is the that's VR? That's a Moriarty, okay. yes. So you've got this v- you, you I remember you – are you going to be a Kamikaze? Um, it's I'll, not a Kamikaze anymore. It's Stan Lee's Stan LA, LA Comic Con. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll probably be there. I, I, don't, I don't have a table. Do you want to come over into the Geekscape table and like yeah. do the VR thing? Yeah, I would love to. Like, yeah. Do you have a badge? It doesn't matter if you have. A, I don't know. We can yeah, get a badge. Yeah, we'll figure it out. But should, do you want to just do the VR thing? Yeah. Okay. Love so, to. so can you show it to me there? Mm-hmm. Is it something that you, that's portable? That, yeah, I may mean, have a mobile version that okay. I would probably bring. Like, you can just look at it on your smartphone in the in the cardboard viewer. There's okay. there's a version for HTC Vive that's amazing, but uh, that's a little more difficult. Okay. So to, Halloween weekend, Geekscapist, um, the Geekscape booth will be rocking Stanley's LA Comic Con. Uh, and Daniel will be there for a portion of it. Yeah. Tell me about this because I remember you saying something. I didn't get it, man. I'm kind of dumb. No, no, you're not. I've done the cardboard no. viewer yeah. VR thing before, but mm-hmm. what's the story on doing it with a comic? Okay, so uh, here's the thing. So it's with my title, Moriarty. And for, for those who don't know, uh, Moriarty was a comic that I published with Image Comics about Professor Moriarty from Sherlock Holmes. Uh, so he's the anti-hero leading man. Um, Anthony Dietschidue was the artist on that. Worked with Dave Lanfear, Mike Vosberg, Perry Fries, um, and uh, we did two volumes of it. And uh, you know, it was actually came about when I was when I was working on Bloodworth. Mm-hmm. This idea of her entering memories and all this. This, is, this I'm like, this is kind of a virtual reality story. Oh, and yeah. It got me thinking about virtual reality and comic books. And you know, I was thinking about, oh, what, what if we could just like grab the story off the page and you know, put it up all around us like Iron Man style. Or like Minority you know? Report. Yeah, Minority style. Report. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, so that's when I started. I got the idea. I started pitching into VR companies. Spent probably a year and a half talking to different VR companies about it and um, and didn't get a lot of traction. Came close a few times. But then I, I met these guys. There's a VRLA show back in uh, March, February of mm-hmm. this year. Um, these Australian company um, called Transmedia Group. And um, they they were really excited about the idea. And, uh, you know, we had WonderCon coming up at that point. And I yeah. was like, if you guys want to work up something, I can show it at WonderCon. So we put together kind of a little prototype of a couple of scenes from uh, Moriarty Endgame, which is a short story that Anthony and I did. Um, and so anyway, you want to know basically what it looks like, what yeah. it is. Yeah. Okay, so what it is, um, uh, first we did it for mobile. And then the, uh, the most recent uh, fall session of VRLA, I saw the HTC Vive version, okay, which is the ultra high res version. So basically, what it is is you you enter a comic book panel in virtual reality. Okay? And there's layers to it, like there's a background, there's foreground, yeah, it's, it's ground. it's completely three dimensional around you. So, they just, so they it's create, not even flat stuff in that element. There is some, okay. you know. So they create they create the environment in 3D. Okay. okay. So we start off in Moriarty Endgame takes place in a distant future. It's a what if story. Where Moriarty's on an airship and Sherlock Holmes has a mechanized army and they're having a war. 
Yeah. Uh, okay, so we start off on the deck of the airship with Moriarty in his command chair, and he's got his crew, and there's Moran, and there's Jade. Who is it um, animated, or is it they're still? They're still. We're going to probably have some okay. basic animations in there um, as we develop it along. But so you're you're in this th- uh, completely three dimensional um, uh, deck of the airship. It's built in 3D. It looks like the envir- exactly like the environment from the comic book. And then they've taken the art straight off the page of the characters and placed it in the 3D space. With the frames oh. and the bubbles. So you have to build the 3D environment mm-hmm. based on the artwork. Yeah. So you build the, the 3D yeah. environment, and then some of the assets in there are two-dimensional right. panel-like right. assets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're guided through, like, basically, like, as you, you click through, you're going through one panel at a time. So you're, in, okay. you're on the the, uh, the deck there. You're seeing the art from the first panel right here. And you're flowing and through you, it. Yeah. And you then you uh, click click to the next one it you know, kind of fades to black and comes back up again you're you're back on the air deck uh, on the ship at the air deck and you can turn your head and place. see all these different places yeah. and things yeah and uh in in the vive which is co- they have room scaling you know which I don't means, know what that is so um what it is is you can walk around freely so you okay. put a, like you put a motion detector there you put a motion detector there you can put this in like you your living have, room yeah you can have like fit, a fit, if you want to clear out a 15 by 15 space of floor you could put the VR headgear on and walk around within a 15 by 15 space. Somebody so you could was walk around inside somebody was telling me about that. Mm-hmm. And when you get to the edges of the space, yeah, you it, start to see a little bit of green. Yeah, like a grid like comes up. A grid comes up, yeah. and you realize that you're about to hit like a wall or yeah, something. Yeah, so that, that's how you know to not. And there's and, yeah. and there's and it will actually scan like tables and furniture, mm-hmm. and those will become grids when you get yeah. within a half foot of those. Mm-hmm. It'll say, "Hey, man, there's something here." So yeah, I always I always figured that in VR people like. People would just be bumping into shit. Mm-hmm. Like you would set this up in your living room and you'd be like knocking vases over and being like an of, asshole. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you'd be like a Three Stooges episode. Yeah. You'd be breaking people's noses. But part of the brainstorming they did. But the know. good, I- it's a great idea. A great Once idea. you start getting in like a danger zone too close to mm-hmm. something, the 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 environment starts to break down and you start realizing, yeah. oh, yeah. So we that's ha- cool. We have that within the environment of the Moriarty VR comic. You can uh, in in the Vive version, you could walk. Right up to the artwork, and it's like more Professor Moriarty life size, right in front of you, right there. You can walk right up to the the word bubbles, uh-huh. or you can go around and just explore the environment. And you know, there's there's a portion where he jumps out of the uh, airship, and you're in the middle of the air. Oh, and so they put you on, they, they put a, put a platform under you, so you don't get vertigo right away. Sure. But you can you can do the Looney Tunes thing and walk off the platform oh, really? and look down at the you know thousands of feet below you if you want. Does it give um, you vertigo sometimes? Like I remember playing. Um, you get a feeling of like, wow, I'm in the air. Yeah, I mean, some people, some people do get vertigo from it. it just depends on how good you are with, uh, with that. You know, how, some, how you're prepared for it. Uh, sometimes when I'm playing like a video game on a huge screen, mm-hmm. like uh, I remember in like GTA San Andreas when I had to like jump yeah. out of a building or mm-hmm. jump off like a cliff with. Uh, I think the mission was like to open a parachute or something like mm-hmm. that or skydiving. Uh, I sometimes got vertigo from yeah. from just the screen being so big. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then falling for a bit. Uh, so yeah, I think I'd be susceptible to that. Yeah. I want to see. I want to try. Can, you can't bring the Vive to Comic to uh, Stanley's Comic Con. Uh, I'm messing I, with I'll you. have to ask if somebody can. <laughs> I have to do a little research on that. Be like, but... hey, can you guys come three days early, do an installation yeah. and a test? Oh yeah, we're not gonna actually have anybody guarding it overnight, but um, right, it'll right. all be good. But uh, we can do, just do the mobile version. You can check it out. But uh, you know, and there's gonna eventually gonna be voiceover. You can trigger a voiceover as you uh, as That's you cool. look at the word bubble. And there's going to be uh, music beds, some sound effects, ambient sound. There'll be, uh, you know, like if there's a fire, you'll hear the fire crackling or whatever. Where's that coming out? And uh, we don't have a release date right now. It's still in development, but um, it's pretty far along for this first story. Once we release the first story, 
um, you know, there'll be more. There'll be more coming. We'll be adapting more of the Moriarty. Is Mar- like are any of like the big publishers doing something like this? Not like, that I know of. Yeah, wouldn't you be pissed if like you do all this stuff and then all of a sudden you find out like yeah. Marvel or DC are like, hey, our new Deadpool comic has this VR thing going on and Deadpool flaps you in the face and yeah. can make but some I did, jokes. But I did get to show it publicly first. At okay, least so there's, there's a that. bit of a stamp of approval. Yeah. In, 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 correct me if I'm wrong, but you're actually going to the UK to mm-hmm. do a presentation on this technology or what? Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's, uh, it's Business Rocks is a tech conference in uh, Manchester. And, okay. Uh, yeah, a couple weeks ago they reached out to me. So I'm going to be going. I'm going to be giving a talk. How'd they uh, find you? Um, just like through Twitter. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I, I got on these couple of lists. Uh, Analytica, uh, I'm, I'm number two on the top 100 VR influencers list. VR is, period or VR comics? Or, uh, I don't know. VR period. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, which is crazy. Just because the. You're the like comic, a lawnmower man. <laughs> I, get, I kind of am. <laughs> no, but, um, you know, just because we got so much press and attention for this VR comic. Uh, yeah. So, we, and then I got on the top 10 VR uh, speakers list okay. on another site. So yeah, this business rocks found me, and so I'm going to be giving this talk called uh, "Was this from from print to VR? How good storytelling can transcend new technologies." And they don't yeah. need anybody to like talk about picking noses or anything. Like, so I can go to Manchester I can with you. They'd be like, "Hey, there's I'll, a, there's, I'll a ask. there's this guy. He does a podcast. <laughs> He's a bit of a dummy, but uh, if you want to effectively be able to hide the fact that you've been, uh, guys, if you've been watching on Zenit.tv, like. You video viewers may not know this. I've been picking my nose this entire show. <laughs> and you may be like, what? So the when camera's off you. I'm trying not to retch. You guys <laughs> have no idea that I've been picking my nose this entire time. But I have. I am a ninja at that stuff. If you need to pick your, your pants out of your butt. I, mean, I don't if you like need it, to but scratch, amazing. If you have a scratch or a weird adjustment you need to make. like Any of those social... like I'll, I'll get on the phone to Manchester. Yeah. I'll ask him about it. Yeah, so, had to be a but, little bit less of a social reject. Yeah. That is what we got here on Geekscape. Um, it's coming just, up in May you know, 2017. Yeah, Business, Business Rocks. Rocks. If you're if you're in the UK, you said May. It's coming up in May. May 2017. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's coming right. May. So. Have you ever been to England? Uh, once. Yeah, once. Uh, back in 1999 for our, our honeymoon, my wife and oh, I. Oh That's the last time I've been there. So. Been Are you taking her with you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Never mind. I was gonna offer to go and uh, you can come maybe too. like hold your bag or something and be like, hey, if you guys. You guys want to know how to pick your nose? My last name's London. Get the fuck out of here. Um, so, uh, Geekscape us. I have not told you guys this yet, but um, my favorite band, the Mr. T Experience, have a new album out. Uh, Dr. Frank, the lead singer and songwriter, has been on the show before, and uh, he wrote a bunch of young adult novels, King Dork, and then this new one that came out, King Dork Approximately. It's now out in paperback. Check the website. If you go to geekscape.net, I wrote a story up on it, and... I directed the music video for the song. So uh, the song is called High School is the Penalty for Transgressions Yet to be Specified. So like really like high school, all the shit you went through in high school, you'll be paying. That, that's your payment for the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you're, you're high, school is, <laughs> high school is so miserable that like everything you deal with the rest of your life, you already paid for it. So yes. you'll see. Um, but the song is awesome. The music video is a lot of fun. <coughs> um, it's up on our website. So uh, who's that directed by? Directed by me, oh, yours truly. <laughs> um, and I had a lot of fun doing it. That band has been my favorite band for 20 years, so it was huge to, to work with them. Awesome. And um, yeah, it was, an, it was quite the honor. So uh, check it out. And if you guys feel so uh, inclined, as you should, because it's only $10, you can buy a paperback version of the book, and the album comes for free with it. So it's like 
buying the album for $10 and getting a book for free. However you guys want to do it. But if you buy a, a copy of the paperback, you get a download code for the for the for the uh, for the uh, album and go to the website, go to geekscape.net, find the link, get it. You'll enjoy it. The songs were really 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 witty and fun and I want to do more videos for them because they are my they're my favorite band and uh, if you guys think anything I've said ever in the history of Geekscape is funny or witty, a lot of that was informed by this band. I mean, when I was in high school, they were important to me because they're still important to me. But when I was in high school, they were like crucial to me because I was like, this is shit is the soundtrack to my life. They have a, they have a song called even Hitler had a girlfriend. Like they had, they had a song called like, uh, I'm like, yeah. And she's all no, <laughs> like, like these songs were all about, I don't know, going through the mass amounts of romantic rejection that I went through in high school. Uh, and it resonated with me, and uh, I, I, it was awesome to to make the video, and I'm very glad to contribute to uh, to their success. Um, and I'm glad they're back. They haven't done an album in like over ten years, and I'm glad they're back. Cool. So it's a it, it's a it's a renaissance, baby. Uh, I think we have to take another break here at Zena TV. This will be our last break. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about comics including Luke Cage on Netflix, which I haven't finished, which is why you haven't heard from Ian Kerner yet. And we're going to unbox the new uh, October Loot Crate anime. Right. And uh, we'll see what's in there. Cool. I'm hoping for a little Denkenropa! We'll be back. All right. We're back here on Geekscape with our good friend Daniel Corey, and he's got this Kickstarter going for his comic Bloodworth. Go to Kickstarter.com and search for Bloodworth, and uh, just throw this dude some money so he can make some more comics. He yeah, can keep please. comics going. Yeah. Um, dude, comics is hard. Yes. Comics is hard. Yes. Uh, they take forever to get released. Yes. Or they get released really fast if you work for like the big two. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I don't there's, know. There's there's yeah, extremes. It's all about extremes in comics. It's all extremes. Yes. Either they get <laughs> released years from now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think my Miami Vice is finally getting collected in trade. Oh, good. Which is wonderful. Cool. I, I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I was on a um, panel at Comic Con this past summer, and I was mm-hmm. like. I wrote this book three years ago, <laughs> yeah. you know, which is great. I'm glad I did it, yeah, and I am working on some stuff with Lion mm-hmm. Forge now. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I, what I like is I'm working on, with something on something with Lion Forge now, and I, and I'm like maybe it'll be another year or two before people see it. But yeah, I don't know, man. If you're telling stories, I do like the process of writing. Mm-hmm. The process of showing people and sharing those stories is mm-hmm. so crucial mm-hmm. to us in. It's almost like a, it's like our drug. Yeah. That um, sometimes it's painful when like a year or two or three go by and the stories that you used to tell, mm-hmm. you hope that they still resonate somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know? It takes it takes so long. I mean, making a making a comic, it's like it's almost like you know the pain that people go through to make a movie. Right. When you got like twenty people or whatever trying to make a movie, you got two guys, three guys trying to make a comic. It's about you know, relatively about the same amount of effort and money. <laughs> yeah. So Geekscape is just a heads up. Uh, the month of November. I'm in Brazil, <laughs> and uh, surprise, but uh, I don't know if you guys know Guy. Uh, Guy, uh, my buddy Guy is a filmmaker. And yeah, he pledged my Kickstarter. He pledged your Kickstarter. Did, yeah, I met, I met Guy this summer at the table, and he yeah, pledged so my Kickstarter. Yeah, so Guy helped us with Geekscape okay. this summer, and uh, <laughs> Guy is awesome, and yes. he's directing a feature film in South America that Very nice. uh, he and I wrote together, and we're, so we're going to Brazil to shoot his movie, and we shoot from like Halloween through yeah. Thanksgiving, wow. and uh, yeah, tw- a 28-day shoot, Yeah, feature film. Awesome. Uh, has some 
pretty awesome Brazilian talent in it. Great. Uh, and it, and people are like, what's the movie about? You guys are going to be so surprised. It's actually about country music. It, country music is huge in Brazil. Oh, that sounds great. Like, you know, country music's huge yeah. here. Maybe mm-hmm. you don't think it is, like in L.A. or New York on the coast. Oh, I'm Maybe from you Florida, so yeah. Yeah, dude, country music <laughs> is huge. Yes. And in Brazil, it's super big. So... Mm-hmm. Guy and I Neat. co-wrote this script about a country musician, and we are shooting it next month, and I'm going down to Brazil. So I, I don't leave until the 1st of November, but I'll be down there for three weeks. Awesome. I'm going to bring the portable recorder with me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try and keep giving you guys some Geekscape while I'm down there. I, I hope have, so. I have one day off a week. I have Sundays off. Mm-hmm. And so maybe I grab somebody from the production who can speak English, because mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't speak Portuguese, yeah. and I don't think you guys do either. You may. You may be... There's you some know, folks out there. There, there might be some yes, folks out some there, listeners. but... Uh, we're going to be doing some Geekscapes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping to at least do one. Uh, but for the most part, we're going to be down there. I'll be producing this movie. And we have a ton of people in it. And we'll see. So Sounds really cool. I love the idea. Be ready for it. Yeah. If you want to kiss me goodbye, the place to do that is at Kamikaze. We'll have... I keep saying Kamikaze, and I'm sorry, Stan, <laughs> Regina, and Keith. It is Stan Lee's LA, uh, LA Comic Con. And yes. they even gave Stan his own day. Uh, which is awesome. So Stanley's uh, LA Comic Con, you guys can go in. The, there's still tickets. Um, I don't know what I'm moderating. Mm-hmm. Uh, I pretty much don't moderate. I, I pretty much don't don't apply for panels anymore. I don't moderate because Keith will do this thing where the week before, or two weeks before, they'll ask me like, you know, they'll look for moderators for the main stage stuff, and they'll ask me like, hey, can you moderate this or this? And then during the actual comic convention, mm-hmm. Keith will call me like. <laughs> 10, 20 minutes before and be like, hey, I need you to do this I need you right to do now. this, need you to do that. So I'm kind of <laughs> like, I'm literally Johnny on the spot at mm-hmm. LA Comic Con and I will, you know, that's how, that's how I did like the 2001 get, uh, actors last year and I think Grant Morrison came out of that. But uh, this cow. year, I know I'm doing Rob Liefeld again mm-hmm. because Rob and I, we do our panel every year uh, and we'll just see, you know. Right. Um, last year it was before Deadpool, this mm-hmm. year it's after Deadpool, so we'll see. Uh, Luke Cage is the other big thing that's going on right now. Geeks gave us Luke Cage yes. on Netflix. You've only seen the first two episodes. First two, yeah. So we're just getting started here. Right. Things, I, like story-wise, it's literally just getting started. Like Things yes. are about to pop off. Uh, I am intending to sit down with Ian Kerner, folks. It, it is going to happen. We are going to do a Luke Cage wrap-up. It might be a little late because I'm going out of town this weekend, yeah. and I'm, I've only gotten through episode six. So... Mm-hmm. In, well, I mean, in it, the process of what, five days ago. <laughs> yeah, but you geekscapists know that I try mm-hmm. and watch them all within forty-eight hours so that I can sit down with Ian Kerner on mm-hmm. the. Uh, I try and sit down with Ian Kerner by that Sunday mm-hmm. and get you guys a, like a hot off the presses mm-hmm. reaction. But it's probably not going to happen that quickly. It will definitely won't because yeah. Sunday's already gone. But uh, I'm just clicking through these episodes and I'm watching it when I can. Mm-hmm. I'm still trying yeah. to write these uh, pages and things, so. Bear with me, Geekscapers. <laughs> Ian Kerner and I will sit down when I have finished. Because you know he finished that shit within 24 hours. But, but we're going to sit down and we're going to watch. Uh, I, I, we're going to do a Luke Cage wrap up. We usually take about two, three weeks to get through the Marvel really? shows. Yeah, we take our time. But uh, also, it's. I don't know. It's just when when, when we're emotionally available, it's yeah. like, can, can, can you do this right now? <laughs> yeah. Know? I thought episode one was a lot of setup. Mm-hmm. Episode two was awesome. Yes. The shit. Really starts kicking it up at episode four. Oh, okay, okay. Episode four was the one that made me 
geek the fuck out and i was mm-hmm. like this is what i wanted yeah right because okay. because there are a lot of moving parts in it yeah i like these netflix shows because there are a lot of moving po- like yeah, parts kind of a slow l- burn but it's there, really great there are a lot of subplots and mm-hmm. this and that and a lot of characters mm-hmm. uh it seems like the even episodes are the ones that are really rocking mm-hmm. but you know what episode five was awesome too so what i've heard is after episode four shit's just awesome and i'm here to tell you that so far that is true I thought episode two was awesome. Episode four was amazing, and it's still kicking ass. I'm in it to win it now. Yeah, good. So I think I think my speed will pick up. I don't know, and you guys will find out when Ian and I sit down and give you guys our impressions. Uh, till then, you got to go to Kickstarter.com and go to Bloodworth. That's right. You and um, check this stuff out. I'm looking at a postcard. I'm looking at a bookmark. I'm looking at a few things, but I'm also looking at this Geekscapist. Uh, we got ourselves another loot crate to give away. The Zenit TV folks, you guys are excited. Drew, you like this stuff. Um, this one's a loot anime. This is for October. If you guys want your own loot crates, you can go to lootcrate.com slash geekscape. Use the promo code geekscape to give you guys a discount on loot crates. So I'm going to open this one. I don't, you know, I think I'm going to use my keys. Let's see. I use my keys to cut these little tapes. But uh, Geekscape is, again, that's lootcrate.com slash geekscape. Use the promo code geekscape. You'll get yourselves a discount on your subscription box. And there's all sorts of subscription boxes. There's the anime one. There's the regular one. There's the DX, which is like the crazy one that is huge. gives you like, like the really good toys. And then there's a lootware box, which our own Natalie Kipper put up on the website, a review of this month's lootware, loot, uh, lootware box. Mm-hmm. And what's cool about it is it's got these Sonic the Hedgehog socks that I totally want. <laughs> totally want the Sonic the Hedgehog Sonic socks. socks. And it's also got this Transformers Autobots soccer jersey. Oh, that's that was awesome. fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah, the lootware box. I was like, holy shit, they don't send me the lootware box. Uh-huh. They send me like, hey, hey, Loot Crate, I'm totally down with the loot anime, loot gaming, mm. DX, and loot crates that you I'm sent thinking. me. I'm totally down with that. But I got to be honest. I saw this lootware box, <laughs> and I saw those Sonic you the Hedgehog. I saw the Sonic the Hedgehog like, like socks, and I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> I was like, I want that shit. <laughs> I, I, was just I like, didn't know Sonic did that to you. Dude, because I, I didn't know you're such a Sonic well, fan. I do so much running. That That's like, why I wear blue today, actually. Well, yeah, I do, well, I do yeah. so much running. You are the blue blur. I do so much <laughs> running that I'm like, oh, shit. If I wore those Sonic the Hedgehog socks... How much faster would you run? I don't think I'd run any faster, but I'd be wearing Sonic the Hedgehog socks. You feel good about it. There were Deadpool like like exercise like like fitness mm-hmm. socks like that were made out of like man mm-hmm. the loot wears where it's at. I don't know how much it is, but I know you get a discount okay. if you go to lootcrate.com/geekscape <laughs> and you use that promo code. Uh, but I, yeah, that loot wear, I was like, I want that. Kill us with anticipation. Man. Okay, okay. This is the loot anime. This right. one is like a comedy. It's with Crunchyroll. You guys know Crunchyroll because they put all the anime up online. And uh, okay, so I'm opening it. This is the one for October. I don't know what the what? theme is quite yet. T-shirt here. There is a T-shirt. No, there is a T-shirt. The T-shirt is. Uh, Whoa. Let's see what it is. Dude, I can't spell that. I don't know what that is. It looks cool. <laughs> it does look cool. Uh, it is um, it is Twin Star Exorcists. So if you guys are watching Twin Star Exorcists, this is the shirt that comes in the Loot Crate uh, cool. Loot Anime uh, box. Okay, um, we can. You know what? If uh, if anybody wants that in the Zenith TV Studios, they can get it. Also, Bleach is like a super popular anime, and here's a watch. 
that's bleach a fucking watch. bleach watch which is cool uh bleach is one of the most popular animes there is and let me open this baby up and show you guys what the watch actually looks like so when you're out on the town and maybe you're going to stan lee's la comic-con you could be styling. Is that features like your uh, your Garmin there? You know what's cool? <laughs> yeah, it's got, it's got some satellite imagery. Yeah. Uh, what's cool about this is it actually has like a um, like a canvas uh, wrist strap. So check this out. I'm, I'm checking it out for you. But uh, it's kind of a cool watch. Ooh, neat. So it is a cool watch. It's not th- guys. This is not some plastic dinky watch. This is actually that a really nice. cool watch. It is a cool watch. Um, awesome. All right. So I'm putting that back. And because you gotta have tentacles. Here are some uh, kind of cool stands. These are these are like art stands. These stand up. Uh, these little stands come with them. You can use them as either little, uh, um, what do they call it? Little tassels that you put on your backpack, or you can use them as little stand up pop ups on your desk. Uh, and what's it, the show? I think this one is Tokyo, from Tokyo Ghoul. Tokyo Ghoul. Okay. Yeah, Tokyo Ghoul. So you get all sorts of different Tokyo Ghouls. And those aren't really tentacles. Those are like little spirit tentacles. you got to watch Tokyo Ghoul to know what they're talking about. I don't know what I'm talking about. All right, here we go. Here we go. Let's get to the good stuff. Here's a poster. <laughs> That's all good stuff. And I'm like, no, let's get some more good stuff. Um, let's see. There's a phone charm. There's a phone charm. It wouldn't be anime without a phone charm. It would not be anime without a phone charm. <laughs> and uh, we got ourselves a poster. I'm opening a poster and the audio listeners are like we don't care if you're opening a poster we can't see it but just know that if you're an anime fan there is a Two demi-human sides. yeah Ooh. well the poster is uh like a like, like it's just it's a cory loving piece of artwork and the theme is demi-human all right so you get this poster right here cool which is cool yeah all right, and the, anime, phone, all right. The, the phone charm is also demi-human because it's that it's that little mask that they're wearing in there. So I don't know if you guys are fans of the anime for uh, demi-human, but that is the phone charm. It's a little half mask. Uh, and finally, there's a, a manga of One Punch Man, and I've recently become fan of One Punch Man. So I cool. think this is what I will claim from the box is this One Punch Man issue number one that is brought out by Shonen Jump, who make all the best manga. So. Nice. I'm going to take this One Punch Man uh, comic, manga, and uh, that's what I'm going to get from the October box. Everything else is going back in the box as a giveaway, and you guys can fight over it. <laughs> I'm playing with the idea of the watch, but in all honesty, I have a watch, and I'm okay without the watch. Hmm. It is a very cool watch. It is, a, it is a cool watch, <laughs> but I don't watch Bleach, and I have a watch, and so you guys can fight. Uh, I should throw a weapon down. That's what we should do. If we're gonna give anything away or like throw, uh, like give stuff away at like uh, Stanley's LA Comic Con, I should just like throw like a cheese grater in the center of like a ring and be like, "Hey, have at it." And People just really want that swag. At yeah, if you really, really want the swag, is. if you want the swag, you should be willing to take a cheese Put a grater. Put some sort on that cheese grater and you know. Make a logo with a cheese grater. <laughs> Make a logo with somebody's face. Um, but yeah, that's it. LootCrate.com slash Geekscape. Use the promo code Geekscape. Um, boys, you guys are totally down for this stuff if you want it. You guys need a new watch? You guys have watches? Let me see. Oh, shit. Dude, Dude, none of us have watches. No, no. What's going on, man? Guys, none of you guys have watches. I think we're going to have to do the cheese grater <laughs> test. Oh, you want to use your phone and stuff? Yeah, but that hurt your neck. You look down at your phone. This is how I look at my watch. I look at my watch like the cover of Back to the Future where... Marty McFly has his wrist all high, and he's like, whoa, mm-hmm. to not hurt your neck. you got to bring your wrist up like this to check the time. 
excuse me, do you, do you have the time? You don't do this because the dude might stab you with a cheese grater. <laughs> you, you go like this. You hold it up. You got to look out for right? the cheese so graters. Can, so if the cheese grater comes at you, you it's just It's an block. L.A. thing, really, the cheese block. graters. The cheese grater, you know, it's, it's, pretty, a, it's, it's street. a street thing. Yeah. It's very yeah, street. Yeah, so we, we know so, that. We both know that, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've, mm-hmm. we both have our cheese grater stories. Yeah. <laughs> the motherfucker came at me with a cheese grater. No. Listen, like, Not people people grater. pull a gun on you. People pull a knife on you. You know that they're just trying to get some money. You know they're just trying to mug you, and they're pretty typical criminals. Fucker pulls out a cheese grater. That fucker's crazy. <laughs> And you know, you just clear out. You just go, holy shit! I, you know what? I can probably survive like a stabbing or a gunshot, and it will probably be quick, even if I die. But it, it'll be the pain will be quick. Cheese crater is a slow <laughs> Dude, death, man. Cheese crater. <laughs> that fucker. He's gonna be you working. Work for you. a long time. He's gonna be to working get down to the bone there. So Geeks gave us know that there will be giveaways at the Geekscape booth at Stanley's LA Comic Con. Some of the stuff may be in there, but you better be willing to great. Probably for it. not the watch. No, the watch. I don't think the watch is leaving. <laughs> we this got three, I think this we watch got three is, bare-wristed yeah, men here. Yeah, I think this here. watch is going. Uh, Geekscapists, if there's one thing you've heard on this podcast, it is to go to uh, Kickstarter.com, search for Bloodworth, and donate to this boy's Kickstarter right here. Please. Dan Corey has been a longtime fan of the show and friend Absolutely. of the show and guest of the show. Mm-hmm. And he still needs your love. <laughs> I need every penny of it. <laughs> and f- uh, follow Danger Cat on uh, Twitter as mm-hmm. well. That's where you it's get Danger all the logo. Danger K A T T. And uh, and who knows, man? You get on that Twitter active enough, you might get flown to Manchester in the UK. You never know. Uh, I want to hear. Not, I want to hear that goes. <laughs> and, uh, and if you want, you can come check out the VR at the Geekscape booth here at San Lee's LA Comic Con. Absolutely. Uh, you know where to find us. We're Geekscape. Go to geekscape.net, watch that new Mr. T Experience video, and uh, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and guys, this is our new time, 5 p.m. Wednesdays, Pacific Standard Time, here at Zenit.tv. Tell your friends about Geekscape, man. It is going to be the season of giving very soon, just a few months. Give them this experience. So, honestly, if you guys do one thing, do the Kickstarter. If you do two things, share Geekscape with your friends. Uh, We love it. If you guys love it, let us know. Uh, Share it up. Yeah. I'm going to say goodbye for now. All right. Can I just do a quick shout out? Oh, absolutely. Um, My buddy buddy James Cotton is directing a movie in Oklahoma, Western, Mustanger and the Lady. Also starring my other good friend, Laurel Harris. So just wanted to say shout out to them. Oh, awesome. working hard. I'm excited to see you, man. We should have them on the show when they talk Uh, talk about it. I'll get them in here. Absolutely. Look forward to that, Geekscapers. Look forward to next week. We'll be right back. Peace. Missy Kenny. Hashtag love you.